Hi guys, welcome to Who Are We? The podcast where you get to meet the we of We Carry Kevin. I'm your host, Kevin Chandler, and I want to introduce you to some of my friends, like Nate and Caleb Brennick, who I met in China when the guys and I visited a few years ago. They now live in Nashville, so it was fun to catch up with them and talk about what friendship can look like between a father and son. So, um, this is funny. I don't, I don't really know where to start with you guys because a lot of people I've been asking as an opener, like, how long have you known each other? And, you know, where did you meet? And that sort of thing. You've known him since a very young age. Since a very, since your, your halcyon days. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know where that question starts, but... Yeah, you have um, to come up with a... With how, a about, how about this one? Where did, where did we meet? Oh. Well, Which, it's, it's two do- different two, stories. Two different uh-huh. stories, yeah. yeah. I gotta, I gotta re- recollect mine, so I'll let you go first, Dad. Well, planning the trip to China and then having you guys come over, I kinda, we kind of met a little bit beforehand as we were discussing the trip and some logistics. Yeah, it's some fun calls. But it was uh, it was in Luoyang, China, mm-hmm. in the in the the middle of uh, China that we first met on your trip to China to uh, do some exploring. Yeah, I remember a very good night with you on the roof. <clears throat> that was probably one of the most memorable evenings on the roof that I uh, that I cherish to this day. Oh. It was uh, having all of you guys up and. Yeah, I think you guys had already uh, been on a bit of a cultural learning curve, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and I think yeah, I hope it was a little bit of a a good space for uh, for you guys. It, it was a good time <coughs> to like process and kind of decompress what we had experienced thus far in the in the trip. Because you guys had taken an immediate deep dive. We had. Into culture. And yeah, we into... had like lived with a, a grandpa, like a Chinese grandpa for a week. And and, uh, and then we came to see some Americans, you know, yeah. being you guys. So. A little bit of a different pace from the, the week before, but uh, yeah. no, having you guys there and experiencing a little bit of... Uh, China already and then being able to kind of apply that from what you'd already learned to what we were doing and the work that uh, that was going on there mm-hmm. was a uh, was a treat to have you guys there yeah it's so, yeah. awesome um, and then Caleb I feel like we met <clears throat> just a few months later mm-hmm, yeah and I remember it was at our our mutual friends house Mm-hmm. The Dorises. Yes, the Dorises, and you had come over. I, you had some sort of we carry Kevin event, didn't you? Um, it was actually for a, a, a share hope fundraiser. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we and we just showed up at the house beforehand. Uh huh. And I had heard about out. you. I was really bummed that I missed you because the rest of the family was back in the states at the time, and. We had a whole gathering of people in there. We were we were all hanging out. And I remember I was kind of sitting off to the side on the piano bench, just kind of enjoying the conversation. And I remember you, you turned and you looked at me and you're like, hey Caleb, come over here, I want to talk to you. <laughs> and we just talked, you asked me 
what kind of books I was into. We talked about Narnia. Uh -huh. And I just remember leaving that conversation thinking, oh man, he, he notices and he sees uh. those people who are sitting on the outside of the conversation on the piano bench. Uh. And I just, I remember being really touched by that. And that was, that was kind of the beginning. <laughs> mm. what, what you don't know is that I just have a weakness for people sitting on piano benches. So. Uh, <laughs> no. I toyed around with that theory, you know, but I eventually is, did. Is that it what Kenny was sitting on when you first <laughs> met yep, her? Yep, that was it. <laughs> uh. like, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I remember um, in that conversation when we first met, you were talking to me about you were working on a book. Oh, that's right. And, we talked and, about the book. Yeah, and that's fun because Katie and I are about halfway through oh, reading the, yeah. the first draft of it right now. <laughs> I've so. been seeing the comments you've been leaving, <laughs> and I haven't gotten around to <laughs> digging through them yet, but I really, really appreciate that. Do they, do they ping your phone in like um, I get two an in email. the morning? <laughs> yeah. oh. uh, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Still okay. trying to figure out the rhythm. Oh yeah, you can slow down. You don't have to. Yeah, we can. Okay. We can go slower. You don't, you don't have to. I would, I would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. no problem. <laughs> this is a stroll, not a, yeah. not a marathon. Yeah. And if they're not helping, you don't have to. Either. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, I know that the sticks help in some way. Just I'm trying to figure out how, without jostling Kevin around too much. That's okay. Here, we can uh, go slower. Yeah. Be okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. meander. You? Okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, it's easier on his head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> goes in the most gentle way possible. <laughs> now I'm just rocking in slow action. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, so I I'm curious. Um, well, so it's we we were joking at the beginning about when did you guys meet because you are father and son. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I want to get more into that dynamic later, but, um, you know, you guys spent several years in China, and Nate, you and I have talked a lot about how do you do business there, and mm -hmm. you, you build um, relationships and... Um, Whoa, I'm rocking oh, back and forth. <laughs> it's okay. Try, like, walk like you have a cup of water on your head. Okay. We'll try that. <laughs> That's not going to change much. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> he doesn't walk well with water on his head. <laughs> oh, I, am, I am known in my household for being the one who's up at 11 at night knocking everything in my in the immediate vicinity over. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> if it's getting too much, we can switch. Yeah, yeah no, uh, okay. we can switch if it's... No, we're going a little bit further. Okay. But yeah, I just wondered um, if you guys could speak to that, to that, like, in, even in business, you build relationships mm -hmm. um, that are really like honoring friendship. Mm, yeah. Through, through service. <clears throat> I mean, within the context of our relationship, I think 
the clearest memory I have of that is I, I would have been like 10 or so. And we found this book. It was, do you remember this, Dad? It was The Way Things Work. Mm -hmm. And every night I would get into bed and you would read me a chapter about that. And we would just talk. Sometimes we'd go for like, for half an hour or so, <laughs> just because we were so into it. And I thought just, that was a ploy to stay up. Well, <laughs> not overtly. <laughs> yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, and I just remember having those conversations and staying up late, and that was some of our best bonding moments, I think. Hmm. So, how has that helped you in, uh, in your relationships, in your friendships? Hmm. I don't know, I think it taught me the value of time, I guess. And a lot of times I think we assume that certain things are the most valuable commodity at our disposal, like our money or mm. our care or our ability. But I think the most valuable and most in demand resource that we have in this world is time. Mm. And the best way to show love to somebody is to give away some of that precious time. We only have, we only get 24 hours every day. And every one of those that you give to someone else is a blessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, friendship, relationship, but friendship to a core is a mutual desire to walk a journey with someone and I think being able to um, connect with those that you want to do that journey with and that want to do the journey with you comes about by spending time with them mm. and so I think that um, just being able to recognize that the time we invest um, will repay that investment as we find those that want to do life together with us mm. and you know of course that plays out in family and so many times you know you get uh, I think every parent that has uh, that has raised kids and realizes how quickly that time goes mm. and um, I think I don't think there's a parent around that would wish you that uh, mm -hmm. sure, sure. that would wish that they could get some more of that back yeah so we're gonna switch okay yeah Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was no, awesome. I overestimated my capability. Hey, you're good, man. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, we'll take off and set me on the ground. Okay. And then we'll, we'll lift back up and get so you on okay. your back. Which one? Eat both of them. And then when you're ready. Sorry, Mike. Can, uh, Sorry, Mike. <laughs> All right. Tell me when you're. Turn around, Caleb, when you do good. Like, Should I? You tell me when you're unbuckling. Caleb, do you want to hold up here, or are you okay, Um, I'm okay. I'm holding down here. Okay. If that's okay for you, Nate. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, and then grab those straps and lower straps. down. Uh, yep. Okay. I'm going to watch his feet. Uh -huh. There we go. Nice. Okay. Nicely done. Very nice. Yeah. You're good. Right. <laughs> you rock okay. it. I got that. Thanks for it. Got to answer questions in the face. Yeah, man. That's uh -huh. I know, it's really impressive when people like have like tell full stories while they're carrying me. It's it's unbelievable. 
So. I know. I think I think I couldn't. I wouldn't How are we good? Yeah. I, I saw some movement there. Pop the head pillow. Do I need to rotate it's, it down? No, it's go? good whenever I'm up. Okay. It's, sounds yeah. good. So we can loosen these straps up. Oh, there. right. Yep. Um, am I just yeah. on an uneven area? Yes. Okay. okay. That's why I was, I saw you move and I went, that was why I <laughs> reached over. I was like, what's happening? Like this if you want. It's like a little, we had to get the right angle. Yeah, there we go. Just so much easier to start from. Yes. Like massive and then. Yep. Do, the yeah. Do you need me to lift on this side? Yeah. Oops. Mm -hmm. Okay. There we go. And then these are kind of, I think, as tight as we can get them. Yeah, anyway, that's fine. So yep. Okay. And everything else is Is this one loose? This one? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah, no. I can do these. Sorry, I forgot. This is. Okay. Cool. All right. So, right. you and I will right. hold these things. These straps here? Yep, and then we'll lift okay. up. Okay. Can you move my hand out of the way? This one? This one, one. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh -huh. Sweet. Okay. One, two, three. Nice job, you. Yeah, I can't help you this time. Is that on? I think I'm in. No, you're, yeah. you're you got on. it? All right. There you go. All right, hold on. Let me get this. Find this one. There we go. Hold on one second. I'll tell you in a, <laughs> in a second here. Yeah. Nice. Woo. Hold on. Let me get this a little bit tighter. Yeah. You're right there. You good? I'm good. Almost. Let me get up just a little bit. Just a little bit, yep. Yeah, that's good, that's good. I'm not tall enough to lift from up there. <laughs> nope, that's good. Oh. I'm just tangled here. My wee little hobbit legs. <laughs> hey, how are y'all doing? Good, yeah. thanks. Wow. <laughs> Alright. Good? Let's try that. How's that feel? Feels pretty good. Just tighten this. Okay. Oh yeah, just this a little one. bit more, and then get that oh. one. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. So yeah. On this arm. Oh, there we go. Oh, is one of those seamy knots? Oh. I think let's keep yeah, moving so pretty. they don't. Uh... There you go. I have the sunscreen, but. <laughs> All righty. All right. So where were we? I don't remember. Uh, so, yeah, Caleb was talking about time and the gift of time that you give to people. And then you were saying um, that's how you you figure out who wants to go through this life with you and mm -hmm. have the experience. Um, yeah, um, so something that I, I really like about you guys is as a, hello. As a father and son, you guys, I mean, you're, you're close. You spend quality time together, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. what, what kind of... Not nearly enough. Not nearly <laughs> enough. Oh. <laughs> right. I wouldn't say that's any fault of yours, though. Just no. the, the availability of time. <laughs> sure. 
Well, what, what does it look like there for you guys? What do you enjoy doing together? Um, yeah. Um, well, I know I'm gonna get no end of it, and I'm gonna get no end of grief once we're done with this, once I say this, but um, I think, honestly, my favorite time that I've been able to spend with Dad is, he's, he, he's, he's a jack of all trades, and one of those trades is home repair. And we've, <laughs> he's enlisted me for numerous home projects over the years. Mm -hmm. And I will get grief for this because I have griped and complained about all of them. <laughs> now he's going to be but, like, I have record that you're enjoying That's it. right. This is good. I know. I shouldn't have said this in front of the camera, y'all. <laughs> but I, those are the times I look back on and think that was that was a good time. Mm. That was a good time that we spent together because we're sweating, we're working. Just a couple months ago, we had to tear up some kitchen floors. It took us three days and we're sweating and shaking and <laughs> going at it with pry bars. But I look back on that time and I can, I can only think of it fondly because we were bonding, we were, we were working. And I it was those times that I felt invited into a space where he belonged and said, no, you, mm. you belong here too. Mm. Yeah. I, I've actually had the same experience as my dad. Um, he is a, he's retired now, but he was an airplane mechanic and mm. did a lot of home repair and a lot of projects, you know, involving hammers and saws and <laughs> all the various tools. Um, and that, that just was not, I mean, I'm like you, I'm, I'm a writer, I'm, I'm you know, I think that's about all I do. And, uh, and yet he invited me in, not to like make me that person, but to mm -hmm. say, I want you to be a part of this with me. Mm -hmm. And um, that does like, it, it, it does something to your, your soul as a son, mm -hmm. doesn't it? And I, there's a really good quote that I think kind of exemplifies it. I don't know who said it, and I know I'm going to butcher it, but it was something to the tune of there, if you suffer someone or enjoy someone, you are not companions. It is only when you suffer with someone or enjoy something with someone, mm. then, then you're companions and sharing in that experience. Mm. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I think sharing is the right word there, right? Mm -hmm. And so to, to have your dad share, say, I want to share this experience with you, mm -hmm. um, it's kind of bringing you to his his level on the playing field, isn't it? Mm -hmm. mm. Kind of that idea of that word with. Yes, mm. exactly. That we talked about just this whole idea of doing something with someone mm -hmm. or being with someone is uh, that that's that's where the connection happens mm -hmm. so. what what does that do on your end Nate as a dad when you invite you know Caleb or, or Bradley into well, uh, your world I enjoy it. It's usually a little bit of a warm-up process to get uh, the other party involved. Oh, we just got to give you grief so you don't think that we like it. Yes, that's, that's, that's most of it. That's, but, that does, that's not actually a reflection of our feelings. It's just 
was in the contract. It's I, part I of the process. That's yeah. right. That's exactly. right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I think, uh, hey. again, doing something with someone and having, I think especially your kids. I have uh, my daughter, Sadie, who is just inquisitive about everything. Mm. And if she sees me headed to the garage, she usually beats me there. Asking me what the project is or where we're going or what we're doing. And uh, there's just something special about doing uh, just even mundane tasks mm. with someone else. Just yeah. that part of just being together. Mm. And those mundane tasks build upon one another mm -hmm. to be uh, a life experience, right? Right. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's how that is built in the moment is that you, you have the mundane moments that build up to where when the big things happen, you, they're filled with the mundane moments that make that normal and appropriate. Mm. Yeah. And so. A mosquito on your forehead. You want me to slap it for you? <laughs> He's looking for dinner. <laughs> that's hey, right. Can you fix my elbow? Yeah. Yeah. These mosquitoes are getting yeah, uh, vicious. Coming out with a vengeance. I've already got three or four. Yeah, I'm gonna give you these. Okay. Yeah. You need want some gonna, water? Well, no, I wanna adjust this a little bit. Oh yeah. This feels like it's slipping down. Oh sorry, can I try a little more that way? There yeah, we go. That's, that's it. Good. Yeah. Right. Also our okay. I don't think so. So I think probably should we turn around? We could just walk in reverse all the time. Yeah, we could just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's can the, you guys it's the hundred, hundred steps backwards, you know. Can you guys lift up, and I'm just going to readjust. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where this is sitting. I'm gonna. Here, I'm gonna set these. So when down you look here. up, guys, make, um, just make sure you're not lifting forward. Okay. Yeah. Are you, okay. Yeah. Lift up on that. Yeah. There we go. Good call. That was my natural instinct to go that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doesn't want to tighten it as much as I want it to. Yeah. But that's okay. That All right, let's try that. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, because I want to stand yeah. up straighter. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, the elbow's good. Okay. Yeah, that's better. And pillow? Mm hmm. Okay. We're golden. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we we'll go back this yeah. way. Yeah, that's better. I was working hard yeah. to keep you balanced. Did you want the trekking poles or? Um, well, if we can uh, backtrack just for a minute, I, I'd love to talk a little more about, because it, it's something about the Chinese culture that I really enjoy and appreciate. And um, we'd love to kind of get you guys' take on of, um, and Nate, we, we did a session together recently at a conference and, um, we talked about this. I don't remember if we talked about it in the session or just in preparing for the session. We did a lot of talking. We did a lot of, I feel like we did like eight <laughs> sessions and one of them was the actual yes. thing. So, um, so but, but do you remember you were talking about, um, you know, when you need, uh, I think one time you told me about, you needed light bulbs for the care center. And in America, you would just go to, you know, a big store, a, a big box store, and mm -hmm. you would 
um, buy however many light bulbs they needed, run the credit card, and that's it. Yep. Um, but in China, you had a very different experience, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In China, you 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 negotiate or you you find your person, mm -hmm. and you spend time with that person, and you get to know them, and. What do you, you mean, find the person? Well, you walk down a street of about a thousand stores that all sell light bulbs, <laughs> and you pick one. Or more accurately, you drive all the way across town to find the stores that sell light bulbs. That's right. And there's a thousand of them. <laughs> and they're all right next to each other, and so you have to walk around until um, you pick the, the one that uh, suits you best, and you walk in and you start building a relationship. Mm. And you talk about buying a light bulb. And as that progresses and you feel that you can build a relationship there, you talk about buying maybe five light bulbs. <laughs> and then maybe ten. And then it, uh, as that progresses and as you feel more comfortable with that, you get to a thousand light bulbs or two thousand light bulbs or whatever <laughs> your, uh, your goal is. In my case, it was 1,548 bulbs. Because you because. at a six-floor <laughs> care center. So I happened to have counted all of the light sockets in our building. And, uh, and which is a separate conversation. Which is a whole separate conversation. <laughs> but it's through that building that relationship and that commitment then that I built a friend for life that would also happen to sell me some light bulbs. Mm. And, uh, and then you the light bulb guy. And then I have someone who will take care of my light bulb needs for as long as I have needs. Mm. So, but it's in that relationship building and the time spent even up front that, uh, that gains that window into being able to find somebody that you can build that relationship with. Mm. Which kind of goes back to what you were saying about relationships in general that, that you kind of got to put in that initial time to see if it's going to work and to, to, you know, put in the effort, right? right? Right. I think there's always an initial time to see if you both are going the same direction and traveling the same path mm -hmm. or at least similar journeys that makes that a reasonable expectation to be able to walk that journey together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have seasons, right? Where mm -hmm. some some seasons we have certain people walking with us, and others we have others. And um, the a beautiful thing with you guys is that you're family. So right. that season is going to be much longer than <laughs> any friendship you could have. Right. For, right. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, now, not to jump around too much, but. So I know I just went back to the family aspect, but um, but did you have any light bulb stories, uh, light bulb relationships, if you will, um, these business encounters where you built a relationship? Did you have any of those that that did um, kind of grow to be? Uh, like friendships that, that you got to enjoy more so? Does that make sense? I think those where the time was available mm -hmm. to be able to continue those relationships, then yes. 
Mm. Uh, I think those times when, you know, whether it was our favorite restaurants and getting to know the owner mm. or somebody coming to do work at one of the care facilities and getting to know them and then going and finding where their lives would intersect ours and to kind of um, meet them in the middle. Mm. There was uh, there was a few really treasured moments where that would uh, where those lives would intersect and we'd be able to do more than just whatever the initial transaction or the initial desire was. Mm. Which I guess is how our deepest friendships happen, right? Is that we we uh, we kind of trip into the the friendship <laughs> based mm. on one common thing. And, and then as we grow and get to know each other more, we realize that there's more connection and, mm -hmm. and we have a deeper... You know, I think, Kevin, thing. that's yours and our and my story is mm. that there was a connection. There was a there was a you had a passion to be able to see the world mm. and to share in that. And I think I feel like from my side, part of that connection was when you showed up to Maria's and all of you wanted to engage, mm. you wanted to learn, you wanted to you had really good questions and you wanted to delve into the lives around you and to be part of that. And I think it was that initial investment of time on your end that opened that, uh, that, opened that door for our relationship. Mm. Because you came and you sought to enter into that in a way that uh, was very appropriate, but mm. also um, just by showing up. Mm. Yeah, Caleb, that that raises a question for me because mm -hmm. so you're you're a teenager, you're in school, right? Yeah. And typically school is where in high school and you know, is where we we make friends cuz mm -hmm. we share the commonality of being trapped in a desk for <laughs> 10 hours or whatever yeah it feels like. too, too long yeah yeah <laughs> too long um but you know and, and it's almost this like uh um relatability through survival really mm, yeah in a way i know that's putting it drastic but um <laughs> but for you 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 are online right mm -hmm. and you have been for some time yeah for six Five, six years? Yeah, well, because of being in China, right? And then mm -hmm. just continuing that since you've been here in the States. Um, so what does that look like for you? We, you know, we were talking about um, friendships being intentional time, mm -hmm. uh, intentional engagement. And um, we do live in a world where, especially right now, a lot of things happen on a screen. Mm -hmm. And I think all three of us would agree that the, the heart uh, was made for more, but right now that's what we have. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're working with that. So what does that look like for you to, to actually like start, build, and, and cultivate friendships that way? Mm -hmm. uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it, again, boils down to being willing to show up 
Mm. And being willing to put yourself on the line because I know, and for a lot of my life, I was, I, I mean, there, there are two kinds of friendships, right? There are the friendships that are placed in your lap mm -hmm. and there are the ones you pursue and neither one is better than the other. Neither mm. one is, neither one is superior. Like I have friends who were thrust into my lap because I moved to China and I treasure those friends in the deepest places in my heart because they're amazing and I love them. And, but then I realized that there was another, another kind of friendship in that, in the friendships you seek out and you choose. And when you're willing to put yourself out on the line and be genuine in a culture that values being put together, which I think is a direct contrast to human nature. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just, I think a lot of that, like I made a couple friends friends through my online school because I, I said I accidentally started a writing group. <laughs> and I just said, I, it was at the, the, the very beginning of COVID and I was a little desperate for human social interaction. Mm. And so I said, hey, would anybody be interested in just writing together? Mm. And about 15 people were like, yes, I would love that. Well, usually it's like two or three. <laughs> and I panicked because I was like, this is a lot of people. <laughs> but some of my, we, we called ourselves the wordsmiths. So shout okay. out to y'all, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but we just, we came together and we wrote and sometimes we didn't write and we just talked. Mm. And the more, the more time and I, I struggle for the right word, but just reality, mm. the more of, the more of yourself that you're willing to put on the line in mm. that relationship, they, they deepen and they grow. So is that what you mean by showing up? Yeah. Putting just, yourself on the line. Mm -hmm. And, and is that vulnerability? Yeah. Vulnerability. Okay. That's a good word. Yeah. Just being willing to say like, hey, here's, here I am. And I think that's really important in our relationship with our friends. It's really important in our relationship with God. I mean, mm -hmm. that was, I believe it was Elijah. He's like, Lord, here I am, send me. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't pretend to know what you're doing. Mm. I don't, you've got things that are bigger than I am but you, you've also got me, here I am. I, mm. If that's your plan, send me. Yeah. And I think just being willing to say, to just like, like I did just post out and say, hey, here I am. Does, mm -hmm. And the more you do that and the more you show up, those relationships will grow and deepen mm. in that. Yeah, and I, I think both of you are, are so good at that because you are, Two people, it's something I admire about you. You are two people who don't really have anything to hide or, or mm. preserve from, from mm. the world, you know? You're, you can say, here I am. Mm. You know, this is what you're gonna get. <laughs> That's what I learned like, from him. Right. Like, it, like it or not. Yeah. Yep. Um, how, uh, how have you learned that from your dad? Um, he's, he's always been honest. He's, he's never, 
he's never, and I'm gonna stumble through this, but he's never, he's never lied and been nice to me when he thought it would make me feel better. He's always told me, this is what's happening. This is mm. what I'm asking of you. This is, this is who I am. And I, I want you to be a part of it. Like when we moved to China, he, he said, I, I have this offer. I, we want to go to China. We feel like God is calling us here. I won't go unless he calls you too. Mm. Yeah. And his just, he was and honest. And how he old were you at the time? I was nine. Nine. <laughs> it was but a wee lad. <laughs> uh, but he's and that's been the that's been the tone of our relationship. You gotta thank you. Sorry. Appreciate that. Um, smack is, you in the face yep, a lot. Yeah, yep. you know, just keep keep him in line. It's not often I'm appreciative of that. But <laughs> that's what you want he's too moments. tall. I can't get at him most times. <laughs> but he's always just he's been honest with me, and he's told me this is. This is what I believe. This is what I'm doing. I'm, and I want you to be a part of it. Mm. And I've, that's one of the things that I admire most about you, dad, is your honesty with everybody is you, you won't shortchange him or sweet talk him. You'll tell him exactly what it is, exactly what you believe is true, but you, and you, and you leave it there and you just say, okay. Do what you want with it. <laughs> now it's now it's your turn to move. I'm yeah. I won't make you move. Hmm. But this is what I believe. And I want to grow up to be a kind of person who can do that too. Hmm. Well you are on your way, my friend. Um, I would say he's far surpassed that point already. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, and that that's actually one of my favorite stories. Um, about you guys, of, of when you came to, when you went to China initially, mm -hmm. Nate, you you sitting the boys down and saying that, um, you know, I, I feel like we are called to this, but I need to know that you are too. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's such a step of of faith, a step of faith in the Lord, that. Um, knowing the heart of our good father and saying, you know what, if he's called me, he's going to have to hold my whole family mm -hmm. because, you know, his, his heart is for us to be a family. Mm -hmm. So he's yeah. not gonna like pull me off to something <laughs> apart from them. So it, it was, um, it was a step of faith. And, um, and it was a good way of kind of testing um, whether you were hearing the Lord right, you know, through that. Um, because they could have said no. And part of that, if I'm going to be honest, was that was a good out if that was what <laughs> that needed to happen. <laughs> uh, well, and that was, that, that's what I was going to ask you is what was going through your mind when you, when you said that to them, like, you know, or well, coming up to that moment. I think there was, uh, I think there was very much two sides of that story in my head. One of those was, China seems really hard, and mm -hmm. so if the boys don't want to go, then that's an easy one to say, nope, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. um, the other side of that was, 
really kind of, I have to honor my parents in this, in that growing up, we were in the same situation. And my parents said the same thing to us, mm. that if there was ever a moment that we felt like things were not going the way that we as kids thought that they should, mm-hmm. that, uh, that they would pick up and that they would leave. And so we always knew that we were first. Mm. And I think growing up and knowing that was really important to me. And I think it's easy to make your kids bitter by forcing them into things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so part of that was, I want them to make the choice. I know that God is able to handle their emotions if things don't go the way that they feel like they should. Right. Um, but that won't be reflected in me because they have made that choice and I've listened to them and honored our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I can testify to that because there were a few months in there where being in China was really hard and I didn't want to be there. But I know because you gave me the opportunity to, that it wasn't just that you had chosen this, but that you had allowed me to choose and to make a mature decision, even at the tender age of nine. Yep. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. you trusted me and that I heard from the Lord saying that, yeah, this is where I'm meant to be. Mm. Well, and I think for all of us, we uh, we want voice. And I think as parents, part of our job is to give our kids voice and to let them realize that they matter mm-hmm. and this was an easy one for them to be able to engage in that choice and be a part of it we knew that if we all got to China and they didn't like it that was going to be a really big crack yeah that was in our relationships bad. and yeah. so we had to go together yeah. we had to know that we were in it together in order to be able to move as a family mm. through whatever happened next. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of trust there on every angle, right? Mm. Every side. Trusting the Lord and trusting each other <laughs> to to move together into that, right? <laughs> trusting each other and jumping out of the boat was pretty much what it was. So mm. we just figured we all had to hold hands when we jumped out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because at least you were doing it together. Yep. Right? And there, there's something to that because it is, it is the time, like we talked about, but it's also the trust. Mm. Of, and I think our, in that our relationships with each other are a reflection of our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Is that... I I trust you and mm. trusting God with who we are and who he made us to be and trusting others with who we are as well. And like dad just coming and saying, this is what I feel called to do, but I trust you to make a mature adult decision. <laughs> and and join me in that. And right? yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it, that was an invitation into something greater mm. and higher than I had ever experienced before, and I I treasure that, and I will forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that invitation, uh, when you accept it, then you kind of step up into that, mm-hmm. and you grow. And I love that. I love that um, that we get to grow. That's that's what relationships are about, right? Mm-hmm. It's an invitation and growing in those invitations. Mm-hmm. And running out the door of Bag End saying, I'm going <laughs> on an adventure. I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> so true. And I mean, oh. that's, 
I mean, that's kind of what friendship is to me. It's that I I know I won't come back the same. I don't right. know what I'll bring back with me. Yeah. But I'm I'm going on an adventure. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you guys for doing this. This has been an adventure. <laughs> so you carried me. I, that was an adventure. Yeah, that was. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Now you can That's wear right. the shirt with pride. I yes. can. It, we should scratch out the we and put I. That's right. No, no, the we is important, right? Yeah, the, the we is, is important. The we is important. Because it's, it was it's both we. of you, right. Yeah. This would have been a short podcast if it was just I carry Kevin. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, man, well, I'm glad you guys are part of the we here. And, and, and I'm, uh, I'm honored. We are honored to be a part of the We. Yeah. This podcast is a production of We Carry Kevin, a nonprofit. We believe in the inherent value of all people, and we want to help those with disabilities achieve more freedom, access, and joy in life. We believe redefining accessibility is a cooperative effort, something we can achieve when we work together. Recorded and edited by Luke Thompson, Zach McCurdy, and Nick Sheesby. Music by Tom Troyer. For a video version of this podcast, check out the Disability Media Network at dimenetworktv.com. D I M E NetworkTV.com. For more information, visit wecarrykevin.org. Thank you so much for listening.